Hello, and welcome to Try It You Like It, the podcast where every guest try a food they hate one last time. I'm David Zwick, and I'm here with my fellow taste bud, Winston Carter. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Good. I have some exciting news to share with you. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so remember your recent hot taste involving individual slices of pie? Sure. I found a grocery store that has them. Where? Let me put a caveat on this. Don't No, don't you delay this. It's, it's not perfect because they're doing pie halves. Oh, that's worse than a whole pie. Isn't that worse than a whole pie? Yeah. And, and what makes it worse, it wasn't their full pie selection. It was only their vegans. And this was at the downtown Whole Foods. So you can get a halved vegan blueberry. <laughs> you can get a halved vegan apple. And it's just you such a half You this as good news step. and you knew I wouldn't like this. I said, I said exciting news. No. I didn't say good news. This isn't... It's exciting. Is it? It's exciting that like... To who? To me. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that one of that's your hot good. tastes is out in the wild. It's not my hot taste. This is the opposite of what I want. I know. It's close. This is, No, it's not. It's, this is worse. It's the world listening. We're in and, the uncanny valley getting, of pie by the slice right now. We're getting we're halfway too close there. To real. Like, we're I don't like this. 25% of the way there. Nope. Do you have exciting sh- news to share with me? No. Oh, I have exciting news. You tell bad news, and you shouldn't tell people news. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said I was going to roast you at the top of the episode. And the best you can do is, uh, <laughs> it, I've got bad, I'm bad yeah. at telling that's good it, news. That's it. That's all I got. I'll take it. All right. Uh, we should introduce our guest for Go today's for episode. Today we are joined by the host of Gilmore Guys, Good Christian Fun. Today we've got Kevin T. Porter. Hey, thank you so much. Sorry, we were talking about John C. Riley before yeah, we turned yeah. on the mics, and there were yeah. some regi- residual Riley stuck perfect. in the throat. That was amazing. <clears throat> Hello, the gentlemen. Case of the residual Riley. Yes. Hey, we've all got him. Mm-hmm. I had him for three years after seeing Walk Hard. <laughs> thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We don't talk about Walk Hard enough. Walk Hard is perfect. Walk Hard is a masterpiece. I feel like people are picking up on it in the last year, I want to say. There's been like oral histories, The Ringer did a thing about it. But yeah, That's that fine. movie is a flawless parody. Yeah. It never stops. The music is so good, too. The music is very good. Yeah, His voice is legit good. All the songs they wrote for it are legitimately What's good. It's like the second hit in that song. Like There's like the first, there's Walk Hard, and then there's the second one, and the second one is the one I really like. The duet? Let's no, do it's it. like it's like his rock phase. I'm guilty as charged. That's it. That yeah, song's that's amazing. One. It's great. Yeah, that song's good. Oh, he's so good. I anytime I make a new friend and I want to show them a movie that mm-hmm. I think they'll love, that's part of the like you know the Porter palette of this ah. is things that the have, Porter palette. Uh, yeah, it's defined my taste. Yeah. <laughs> if I can be an honorary taste bud for the what a wonderful oh every guest title. is an yeah. honorary Absolutely. taste bud. I show people the abyss when I want to test their <laughs> their movie. Like, will oh you sit God. through this? Will you sit through this? I watched the abyss this year. For yeah. the first time, it's not. It's a good movie. It, it's too long. Yeah, but it's a good movie. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We should tease the <laughs> yes. uh, food for today's episode. Uh, so, Kevin, what are we bringing to the table? Radishes, I believe. Yeah, it's radishes. Yeah, rad dishes. Yeah, no. First it's both. ever say that. <laughs> I'm not a radish. I'm a rad dish. Trade market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've learned some things about myself today in preparing for the yeah. today's episode. Oh, but we're gonna have to save it All after right. a round of. Hot taste. Okay. Hot get, taste. Yeah. Wait, is there no, another that's it, song? That's it. That's it. Okay, that's it. No, you knew it already. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, the Hot Taste Legion has to oh. get out the segment still. This is. A they bummer. are many. This is. The the opening this segment is going to be longer than you think it's going to be. Is what it is. <laughs> all right, it is yeah, four fifty two yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, all right, go for it, Let's buddy. See when this the ends. opening segment chalice has been filled for the segment <laughs> feast. <laughs> I appreciate the sound effects. That was not for that. That was for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they've gathered around your situational eats, your real food or real gross. The holiday like segments as well. <laughs> like they're all seagulls. 
and as he saunters into the room, he or she, it's a genderless entity. <laughs> it's a genderless entity. You remember uh, this as a deity before. Yes. Okay. Hate has sat down at the table. It's time for a hot take on tastes. Winston, you said you have a big one. I have a big one. All right. This is maybe the biggest hot taste. I wrote this down. Oh, wow. Wow. My hot taste is this. The greatest addition to world food culture and history from America. Ever? Ever. Is. And not... The American continent, but America, like the the United States of America, yeah, is yes, American cheese. Mm. It's the greatest. I think it is. Can I jump in on this? Yeah, absolutely. This okay. Yeah, you can poke holes at it. You can rip me to shreds. Uh, but I'm right. Which so you can do possible. with cheese. Uh, both of yeah. those things. But the thing, I I unfortunately am not that versatile of a cook or a mm-hmm. baker with anything at home. But the one thing that I do specialize in and take pride in is I do make a Tex-Mex queso dish. Ooh. So whenever mm-hmm. I host a party in my place, I always buy all the ingredients for it. And, and Tex-Mex is a distinction from just like Mexican yeah. food. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's yeah. a different sort of thing. So there's, in addition to like jalapenos mm-hmm. and just like melted Velveeta, there's also garlic. There's also cilantro and cumin yeah. and cayenne pepper. And I used one pound of American cheese, yeah. white or yellow. Mm-hmm. And it's always a hit. It's always gone by the end of the party. Yeah. So I have a soft spot in my mm-hmm. heart for che- for this particular cheese. Is it the greatest of all time? Is it our best export? In yeah. my myopic POV for my day-to-day life, absolutely. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's absolutely enriched the parties I've had. And it's not corn. I said from the United States of America, not from the American continent. Okay, which oh. get, which gets corn out of there because corn is a Central corn, American crop. Yeah, corn is corn was like inherent. Corn was coming out of here before we were the United States. Okay, and oh. cheese curds from Canada, I guess, don't count either because it's nope. just United yeah. States Mm-mm. of America. Okay. Just us, yes. American cheese, yeah. baby. I've been oh. I've been thinking about this. I had this idea and I was like, well, this is okay. a big bomb to drop. I know. I was like, is it okay? Is it like pizza? Is because American style pizza is uniquely us. Yeah, but I'm like. But that's not as big. But versus American cheese, which is an amalgam, because pizza's already a riff on an existing. Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. But I do think like, because I was like, oh, maybe it's burgers. Well, burgers are better with American cheese. Holy shit! Yeah, I think I'm right. Hmm. It's, I feel it's like upsetting. this is going to be a thing that we're going to return to on future episodes. Maybe bring up like uh, I thought about it, and it's hot dogs. Oh, I'm in the beginning of hot a mini series. Yes. <laughs> Hot dogs are not an American thing. No, no, not really, right? No. They come from Frankfurters. Sure. Which are from Germany. Yeah. Hey, you learned something on yeah. this podcast. Well, I'm talking about like real, like uniquely, I mean, the only things I can think of are maybe there's Cajun cuisine, but even that's like not really from America. And also that's a good export, but is that as good of an export as American cheese? I mean, and, and it is so emblematic. It's got freaking America yeah. in the oh, title. It's you trash put, you love. Would you, put American, would you put American cheese ahead of, this is going to be, I'm curious, because I think this is going to challenge you, Winston. Would you put American cheese ahead of American style barbecue across the board as our oh. export? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's shocking. I love to me. barbecue. Yes, you do. But cheese, the American cheese has many more use cases than barbecue. Yeah, I mean, barbecue you, uh, is less versatile. Yeah, it's true. less versatile, but we're talking about the greatest. 
I love barbecue, man. You know that I love barbecue. Yeah. But yeah, so, I think I so think any time in the future you can say I love barbecue and then can I can chime in, but not American. as much as American I'm cheese. Not saying, I'm not saying it's not that I love it. It's that I'm saying what do I think is a is a better export, is our greatest export. You said I do I still let's do go think. back to the initial question. Greatest food invention? What was the greatest, question? Greatest our greatest contribution Gen- to the to. world food. Okay. Yeah, so this uh, the American cheese is acting as an ambassador of sorts to yes. the rest of the world. It's a barbecue, McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's also exports American cheese. Mm-hmm. In the same yes. way that Hot Taste acts as ambassador Jesus for the Hot Taste no. Legion. By the way, no. Kevin, all of our opening segments are in a Legion, like an X Men style team. That's why oh, I'm referring okay. to a Legion. So it's uh, like interesting for a season and a half, and then you're like, mm, what, what is this about? Uh, and then you kind of everyone yes, kind of gets which, yep. bored with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get very confused, and you're like, "Are they still in this hospital?" Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of like how Winston feels every time I bring it up. Yeah, every every time you talk about it, it's like a full season of Legion. <laughs> um, that's just my hot taste. I think it's I think it's right. I have to admire this. Yeah, it's, it's the insane. Of it, yeah, the bravery to voice it and speak it, it's, and the yeah. you know personal connection that I have to yeah. it too. It's also kind of a bummer. Very American. <laughs> yes. Like pretty yeah. perfect. Yeah. Winston doesn't sound like stoked about this. No, it I'm, sounds like yeah. he's acknowledging a but harsh he, reality. But yep. he loves it more than barbecue. I know it's not what I love. It's what is the better, uh, the best but, contribution and, to yeah. a world. Winston's food. coming at this objectively. He's yeah. trying to like take all biases off yep. and just really yeah. assess As an the emblem, situation. I, I think you're right, Winston, and I'm frustrated that you're it right. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I'm mad. But it's true. Yeah. But also you can't have really good queso without American cheese. Sure. Come on now. Sure. And for me, you can't have a great mac and cheese without it either. Ma- really? For Max? Nah. I don't think I need it for Max, but I, I will say this. I think you don't get a better grilled cheese without some American See? in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm fine with cheddar on a burger. In fact, I think I prefer it. Oh, okay. Well, that's another day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think an American cheese grilled cheese is, as an entity... The best way to go. Rate me. Rate me hot. Rate so, my hot taste. Kevin, we rate these on a scale of hot or, uh, hot or cold, which means it's like a hot take or just like, oh, that's a not really uh, an out there take and good or bad. So whether you think it's a good opinion or not. I'm saying hot good. Oh. I'm, I'm saying I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot right now. It, hot is, it is 100% hot mm-hmm. and it is frustratingly good. Yes. Got him. You have to bow down. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Sucks. You have Prepare to reticently for, bow down. Yeah. Prepare for future debates. But okay. For now, for now, the stance. We will leave it as the American official, cheese. Yeah. The official choice of, of try you like, like it is best. American cheese is the United States best <laughs> food contribution. Yeah. To food. And yes. I'm proud to yeah. eat an American cheese. cheese. Yeah. That's such right. a great. Uh, song. So here's my hot taste. <laughs> this is purely for efficiency. But if your restaurant has a secret menu item, I think you can only do this your first time there. But I want a universal code word that we all know, restaurants and patrons alike, so you don't have to do any internet deep digging to find out whether like potentially the best menu item that isn't listed on the menu is there. Like whether that's like Pelican. I brought or- to the table. American cheese is the Okay, best. fine. Winston. This is what you bring? Winston I, brought a think piece. I didn't yeah. write this down. <laughs> you, you I'm brought sorry. brought a tweet. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, go publish this on Medium. Oh, uh, now uh, <laughs> that is that's the harshest <laughs> yeah, burn I've ever heard on a podcast. <laughs> go publish this on Medium. Uh, it's brutal. I, I didn't know you you were going to be bringing something so hot, Winston. I'm just bringing I what I brought. I set the bar low, and then when yeah. I rise to it, it's pretty. Oh it's like you showed Lord. up to the potluck with like ribs for everyone, yeah. and I just made potato salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what happened. Which is still good. Yeah, it's still silly good. potato salad. Yeah, as a yeah. compliment to the ribs. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to break. <laughs> my hot bad streak so okay so let me let me touch this so you want my problem with this is very simple what you're defeating the purpose of a secret menu no i'm not you know what i'd like if uh i didn't have to do the little bit of work i'd have to do to (sighs) it's not here's why some people will look at a menu and not even think like is there a secret menu item here yeah but then i i do side with winston that it it does level it out if you can just say whatever the code word is flamingo and pelican or pelican (laughs) is a bird uh weird little bird uh it's just gonna be part of the ritual that we approach dining with you all walk in you'll be like walk up to the flamingo flamingo, do you really think a lot of people are gonna do the work of saying flamingo or pelican yes it's just that if if it's a uniform uh, code across all restaurants and, and establishments. You both look yeah. so excited. Thank God you right weren't now. working for the Allies during the Great War, my man. For the we Allies, lost. Oh. Wait, because uh, like this is a bad wind talker yep, code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You would have, you would have given it up. You, they would have put you at Bletchley Park, and they would have been like, "Shut your mouth!" Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful. I've never thought of the it invitation that way. game would be a totally different movie <laughs> if it starred you. <laughs> Uh, I just hand over the codes. Yeah, yeah. No, I just mean you would have played the role of Alan Turing very differently. The and he would have match. lost the game. <laughs> yeah. At the end, yeah. I if assume you that's played that role, they rewrite history <laughs> because. You're <laughs> Ooh, we have to go back and change this. This does not track uh, at all. Is this uh, performance based or is this bit of both? A, okay. <laughs> um, uh, at least we I both would lose this. our Oscars. Yes, yes, that's fair. I. Don't love this. You, I can I take a, oh uh, a quick sidebar. Yeah, one of these times, <laughs> you should be charmed by me. I'm it, to I, a certain degree where it's like maybe you stop giving me hot bad on these. I'm charmed that you keep digging deeper into an awful well. <laughs> it's impressive that every time I'm like, well, he hit the rock bottom. Nope, nope, nope. He busted right through you the You have bedrock. to admire the tenacity of a yeah. man that doesn't know yeah. how to stop. Yeah, you're in this d- scenario, not in other uh, consent yeah. scenarios yeah, that may yeah. or may not occur. You're going to dig your way to Oceana at this point. You're going <laughs> to yeah. go right through. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to give this. Uh, I usually give you hot bad. Yeah. I'm not giving you that. This really? Time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's still bad. It's still bad. <laughs> it's definitely still bad. Uh, so, so it's not- cold bad? It's like tepid. Tepid. Uh, tepid medium. Okay. Well, I would say it's hot just because it does feel like it's sucking a little bit out of the fun that is of true. the whole oh, system. So it feels hot in that sense. It's a warm. I changed mine to warm. It would be cold if if it was more like every place should have a secret menu or something like that. I feel like that would be a cold take. So but the idea that everyone that has a secret menu should standardize the way to ask for it, I do think is hot as a take. <laughs> I think then you should add a penalty. <laughs> if you say flamingo at a place that does not have a secret menu item, then you yeah. can't eat out yeah. for a year. Or, yeah, that's what <laughs> you're banned from. I was going to say ten percent extra. Sounds on the like check. we need to get a task but, force in there. But no Either eating way. out for a year is excellent. <laughs> DJ Khaled wouldn't have any. Yeah, fun. so it's hot, but it sucks. Yeah, I say I say warm, warm, bad. Okay, which is pretty good. Yeah, I'll wait, wait, no, no, cold, cold, medium. 
Shit, no, it's warm. Fuck, warm medium. Ah! Ah! I'll say hot bed. It's fine. (laughs) Keep the hot bed streak going. Uh, Kevin, I know this will be us throwing this your way. Oh. Uh, During Hot Taste, were you inspired by any of your own if you don't? I mean, I was nothing but inspired during this conversation. (laughs) Uh, It is currently 5.05 for those watching the clock. Yeah. Um... I one of them that comes to mind is that f- this is so personal. This is not a universal tank. Yeah, but for me personally, my hot taste, I guess, is that pasta is never worth it. Pasta is never worth it. Not money wise, but the carbs. It just feels like, and I love indulging in ever like I love indulging in dessert. I love indulging in sweets. And I, I love indulging in like savory stuff and carbs and chips like that. But for some reason, pasta, who many people love for absolutely valid reasons, for me personally, has never been tasty enough to warrant the damage that it does to me. We brought you to our table. <laughs> we brought you in here. Oh, my gosh. Hmm? <laughs> I, just, I, turned, I turned into a different person. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom and get the cannoli. Yeah. I've never uh, gracious in watching you say that, Kevin. I saw... Winston's face turn and I've never seen a face more perplexed with a a feeling of what I'm just like where okay where are you eating pasta I don't I've stopped (laughs) (laughs) when was the last time you ate pasta oh boy um well I guess technically I did cook some Trader Joe's ravioli the other night uh and like Kevin, why aren't we doing pasta for the show instead I, of radishes? Uh, <laughs> I remember I went out to, ooh, it's this great place that was like a little bit on people's uh, five-star like Michelin radar okay. in Old Town Pasadena. And it's one word, and it's known for pasta, and I'm forgetting the name. Union? Yes, okay. it was Union. Yes, yeah. thank you. So I went there with a friend of mine a couple years ago, and it was good, but it wasn't like, oh, man. Oh, baby, if I'm going to the electric chair, take me back to Union. It wasn't like that. Unforch. And I wanted, I wanted to report good news and be a little foodie boy and <laughs> be a Z season two yeah, yeah. master of none uh, before we knew better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and, and be into pasta as a, as a cultural yeah. signifier for my own sophistication slash cultural appropriation. But I cannot and I cannot get there. I I know it's heartbreaking. Again, we brought you to this table. I'm not, no, uh, I'm not outlawing no. it for you two or anyone no. who may be listening. I'm saying for me personally. Yeah. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh I do think I would be like, man, there's pasta's so vast. And also I think the way we eat pasta is wrong in most cases. Mm. Explain. Like Morally. I think I think smaller plates, more <laughs> packed with flavor. And as part of a bigger meal, not as the centerpiece of your meal. Yeah. So, yeah, a union small plates, I think. Yeah, they, it was do, like they probably portions. do. I assume they do a great job of it. Yeah. So, listen, you're a preemie guy. I kind of have become that. Uh, so, you like the little pasta dish before you eat your, your meat. Yeah, or just as part of, I like to view it as like, oh, it's almost like self-tapas. Like, I get a little pasta, and then I get something else, too. And I get to eat and really enjoy myself. Yeah. Uh, so, I, listen, I can, obviously can't disagree with your personal opinion yeah it's i'm trapped in a box here. yeah yeah i know and i did make it impenetrable for that reason but <laughs> if i have to it's dumb and i hate you please leave. Uh, <laughs> i get no. that no and i understand I and think, i on some but, level agree with you. but all guests 
hot yeah. taste are hot and good. Yeah, hot good. <laughs> uh, as oh, I, is that a rule? As I claw my fingernails <laughs> into the table. Um, I would we just say, say that and then we give her honest are, I, I have you Okay, have you, for me, yeah. I had a very transformative pasta experience because I, in general, was someone who don't, I don't eat a lot of pasta out. I make it at home if I eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some gnocchi in Italy recently and I was like, oh, oh, I've been doing it wrong. This is a whole different thing. Having it in Italy well, just, was a corrective experience. Just great, yeah. Just really great gnocchi. Also, just gnocchi are so heavy and so intense that I'm like, I would never make this. Yeah. So I would ask, are you, like, when you're going out of your union, I mean, that's a great example, but, like, I would suggest, like, a La Pergoletta to you, uh, which is an L.A. Well, I guess there's. Is it like Buca de Beppo? No, La Pergoletta, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you're still family there, but yeah. it's not. Uh, well, you don't get garden, nine pounds sir. of chicken yeah. for your. <laughs> Uh, no, La Pergoletta is like a, we've talked about it on the show before, it's a local place, there's two two locations in LA, and they do just really good, very affordable, but handmade pastas that are very tasty. Mm-hmm. So that's like the way I'm like, oh, you don't think you like pasta? Give that a whirl, because you might, they're doing things different than you'd get anywhere else, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it's your personal opinion, I can't. La Pergoletta, I mean, again, it's great. I ju- I, I've had to make so many concessions with health and nutrition stuff yeah. and exercise stuff. So I don't even, so I don't know with the carbs. I get that. Right. I would assume I don't keep bread at home. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's kind of where that was I the question want to ask bread, rice, same, same deal. Uh, yes, but I won't be like, if I eat a sandwich and I don't love the bread, I'll just eat the stuff inside of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, Oh, this bread isn't worth it. Cause it's not tasty enough for me to, and I'm not that's like fair. so, uh, enamored with the texture of it in mm-hmm. the way it's like holding the stuff together. So I think, I think pasta, I've just kind of like ruled, maybe I've cast it aside unfairly. I think maybe this conversation is turning me around on some level. I mean, don't, don't, okay, so you could go the other way. You could get yourself a Cajun pasta <sighs> cheesecake factory, <laughs> which I believe is I think uh, I've done one that. of the most 2,400 calories oh in the dish. God. It's yeah, something it's One insane. of the most caloric. Dishes you could buy anywhere. Casual, yeah, like fast casual. I could go to the Cheesecake Factory in Old Town Pasadena yeah. on Colorado, not too go. far from Union. There you go. Get run over. Do you you guys know about that Cheesecake it's, Factory? No. no. Someone ran their car into it one what? week. I think it might have been a drunk driver thing. No one was hurt, oh, no. thankfully. Good. No one was like... Uh, but then there was like a bomb that went off in there like a week later at this cheesecake factory cheesecake in factory? Pasadena. It's like a... It's the number one terrorist target Sweet. of... Of the San Gabriel Valley for whatever reason. So like we have to go uh we have to go to the Cursed Cheesecake Factory <laughs> in October. That'd be fun. We have to do that. Why? Because it's like what what better spooky thing can we do as a food podcast that go to a cursed cheesecake factory? Well, TikTok yeah. time's running out in October. Yeah. Talktober. TikToktober. No, we could do it next. We could do it next October. Yes, we'll still be doing this podcast <laughs> until so. we die. Yeah, I, that's how I plan on going out on air. Oh <laughs> man, that'd <laughs> be beautiful. No yeah. one's done that, right? You, you could be the first. Yeah, I could be. Yeah, that's that's how I'll leave my stamp on podcast. Hey, uh, but no, I a think true crime podcast where the host is also <laughs> the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who my murderer is. I feel like the other hosts are all people who might murder me. But then uh, people wouldn't feel morally conflicted about yeah. it, like, say, people giggling over Wikipedia articles of dead yeah. women and then making millions off of it. But oh, man, it's, uh, yeah. You actually hate you got, to see you, it. You, you really, that's just yeah, a hypothetical visit. example. That's a hypothetical. What? No one's profited off of the pain and loss of and suffering of a family ever in the podcast space. It's never happened. Wait, are we dissing on Robert Stack right now I, <laughs> from Unsolved Mysteries? 
Uh, don't know that specific Winston. You don't know Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries, Mysteries, the show? Uh, it was a television show Wait, have we ta- starring Beretta? Is uh, that his? He was, he's an actor. Yeah. He's in one of the... Airplane? He's in Airplane or or um, what's the other version? The other Lethal Gun? What's loaded the other? Weapon? Loaded Weapon. He's in one of the Loaded Weapons. Oh. Okay. Uh, Robert Stack. And he I think he had actually suffered... There was a missing person in his direct family. So he started a show called Unsolved Mysteries where you would, they would show unsolved, and sometimes they'd be aliens, and sometimes they'd be just like missing people. And it was a show that was on for years. And this was so he could find his own missing person? I don't think, I don't think, I think that was just like his connection to that world. Got it. But yeah. Yeah, his family just kind of piqued his interest. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah, each week like, he hopes the subject is his family. Well, that's, that is the, that is the, what is it, the 911 show, Rescue 911? Yeah. That is that show. Okay. Oh. That's, that dude, Joe, whatever, who hosted that show. Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Uh, did have I think he did Yeah, I have an emergency. Also, have you ever tried truck. DMT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh yeah, 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 I need a fire truck and a sound isolation bath. Um enjoy B Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Uh well. so unsolved mysteries you've never really seen. No. It. Really? But we got That's our gap. We got to get out of hot takes. No, I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I give yeah. your yeah, yours is hot. It's hot, hot and good. And this oh, has wow. been hot, hot tastes. tastes. I should have been more bold with my tastes. No, no it, was it was good. Uh so Kevin, where are you from? Uh, well, I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but I moved hey. to Houston. Te- Were you as well? I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was not born there. Hey, very strange yeah. to have Watchmen take place there. It's going to be weird. <laughs> I strange. can't wait for a bunch of nonsensical references <laughs> to like Tulsa geography. Oral Roberts University? Yeah. Oh, he was, he was down on 11th at Peoria on Brookside. <laughs> <laughs> Did they shoot it in Tulsa? No, no I think okay. it was in Atlanta. Yeah. But, uh, so I grew up in Houston, though. So I grew okay. up a- around a lot of good Tex-Mex food and a lot of... Um, you know, unfortunately, the the where we were in Texas, we lived in a suburb called Kingwood, which is a little bit north of Houston, okay, maybe like familiar. twenty or thirty minutes north. You're really familiar with uh, my Kingwood? grandparents lived in lived in Nassau Bay for years. I had friends from Katy. What's the other town north of Houston that's big? Oh, uh, Woodland, uh, the Woodlands? Woodlands. Yeah, yeah, Woodlands. Yeah, so I'm suburbs. With, yeah. Win Win Butler. Get at me. There's Play a nice uh, mall there. <laughs> that's the most Beautiful mall. Went yeah, to a cheesecake factory on a date there in high school. Ooh. Gorgeous mall. Uh, but yeah, so we I grew up with a lot of chain stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. really have a refined like the only thing that was really uh, specific and unique. It felt like with how I grew up with food uh, in in Texas because my mom didn't even love cooking that much. She loved doing breakfast, but she didn't love mm-hmm. like cooking lunch or dinner for whatever okay. reason she was choosy with the meals but we would eat uh, a lot of tex-mex and a lot of chain okay. restaurants so this is typically the part of the podcast where winston guesses what you ate growing up you've done a lot of the work for him oh are there specific chains you want to get in there winston any kingwood specifics oh boy any katie specifics i mean well uh well if you're talking I'm trying to think. Of, was papados around at this point papados was yeah papados oh, yeah. and papacitos papacitos is like maybe the best Tex-Mex chain there is, I think. Really? It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I love Chewy's a little bit more. Really? Papacitos, the salsa always smelled a little bit like vomit to me. It smelled like vomit, but it tasted good. Does this make yeah, sense? Yeah, but they give they give uh, garlic butter with the fajitas, which I think is like the craziest thing ever. Yeah, like on the wild. side? Yeah, like a little yeah. ramekin of garlic butter comes with your fajitas, and I'm like, well, yeah, this is it makes m- perfect melted sense. garlic butter or yeah. like spreadable? It's melted. Okay. And you like pour it in. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, I, so I didn't... That sounds... I d- Right. Yeah, I didn't go there too too much. I stuck to like more okay. like even smaller okay. Tex Mex places. There's a place called El Ranchero. Okay. I remember on the four ninety four loop there was mm. El Charo that was like deeper into the suburbs. Also, the best Chinese food I've ever had was in Kingwood, Texas. That's tracks. Hin's Garden. Mm-hmm. 
Asian down place, and it was just so it's still the best general sales I've ever had. Yeah, I mean that tracks like uh, people forget the reason why Yao Ming played in Houston was because they have an enormous uh, Asian community. There. Yeah, like especially like like Chinese, but then also leading to Southeast Asian, predominantly on the south side of the city. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, so you grew up that. I'm gonna guess Whataburger was part of growing up. My friend, when I recently visited my mom for her birthday mm. earlier this month, I did have to go to Waterburger. Yeah, because I was had, very hungry. Oh, I had to. I I, I felt like I had to. Okay. Yes. I was like, well, I must do that because we got it relayed, and there's only a few yeah. places open at that point. And so I hadn't had Waterburger in so long. Although weirdly enough, I'm a weirdo that doesn't get the burgers at Waterburger. We get the honey butter chicken biscuit. No, not even that, Oof. sir. I get the, I get the fingies with the Texas toast. Okay, I can I and can the get fries. Up with that. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good choice. Chicken fingers, Texas toast, mm. fries. Yep. yep. There's Kevin, a combo. That's a yeah. lot of carbs. It was a lot of Hey, I was a different I was, you know, I was a You're different back man back then. <laughs> different priorities. Yeah. Um Taco Cabana. Uh, huge oh my gosh okay so here's a great yep <laughs> this may not be that interesting as a specific but uh our theater director who was like kind of a mentor mm-hmm. in high school a guy named rod sheffield he would his, his signature like if you drew him and wanted to draw a caricature of him it would be a large taco cabana cup mm. of sweet tea that he'd be holding yeah. and i recently met a friend uh made a friend from the Katy area who moved here like a year or two ago we met through instagram and twitter and then we mm. hung out at a party and I've become close since then. And then through conversation, I was like, wait, did you know Rod Chef? And she's like, Taco Cabana Cup. And I was like, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like that's it was still nuts. even, and she's a little bit younger than me, but it was still consistent at that point in wow. his life. That's his defining trait. A Taco Cabana yeah, As he cup. ages, it switches to a Taco Cabana small coffee. What do you think is the closest like, analog to Taco Cabana out here? Like, would it be... There really isn't one because it's such a... It's like... Because it's fast casual, but also has table service. Like, like you can sit down. They don't... Like, you'll order at the thing, but they'll bring your food to you mm-hmm. sometimes. And the food is at a price point that's higher than... I compare it to, like, a lot of the... like. The fancier sit-down places, like especially like London, has a lot of them. Like Wagamama is a really good example of this. Like this in-between, like not quite a sit-down restaurant, not quite fast food in the middle. Mm-hmm. Kevin, uh, I got lost at Wagamama. Wagamama's I've never great. been to Wagamama. <laughs> they haven't been like DC. They're on okay. the East Coast. Um, okay, they're uh, great. They're very good. Um, yeah, it's hard to say because it's like I'm trying to like. May- oh, uh, Yellow Basket is probably the closest thing in California. To also, us. never been. What is a Yellow Basket? Yellow Basket is a Southern California chain of. It's very similar where like you can get like pancakes and bacon and eggs. Like you can get stuff. Yeah, because they had breakfast stuff yeah. at Taco Cabana. That was like yeah. uh, kind of a signature, but it was like no, one of the oh, their points breakfast of tacos appeal. are amazing. Yeah, it was and they're very good. Analog for those here is Home State. Home State yeah. has great breakfast tacos. They're like twice as expensive, but they're good. It's I know it's because yeah. Like, yeah, in especially in Austin they were so 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 good yeah. breakfast taco stuff and just generally Mexican and Tex-Mex yeah. food out there. And Home State, I will say, is the only tolerable queso I've had in the city. I disagree. Really? Entirely. Where, where do you get better queso? Baja Fresh. What? Have you had their queso? Really? Have you? Had I just it? assumed it would be like Chipotle's dumb queso. It's great. Really? It's um. I would say last time I had it, it's been a while, but I remember it being like because we had Taco Buenos. I'm in writing this yeah. down. Uh, theirs was I. They they get the creaminess right. It's been a while, but okay. and also if it sits out like if it's like post lunch queso and it's been sitting there a minute, it's not as good. It's, it's like fries creamy. rolls, yeah. Yeah, but um this could have been a hot taste it's great. and I wouldn't have seemed it's so insane. <laughs> uh, no. Uh Baja Fresh Queso. It's better very good. than Homestead. I think I think Homestead's is too vinegary. 
the one time I had it, it was very acidic in a way mm. I found off-putting. Yeah. So I guess I had just been burned by so many, like going to so many places like El Compadre or there was this place in uh, Toluca Lake we used to go to. And then like branching out and being like, okay, well, I don't want to be snob and ordering the queso and it just being just melted it's not good. junk. Yeah. yeah, it's not what... No. You want so, a creamy sauce. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and the sauce, people don't understand this, but um, <laughs> I know. So it's nice to find some camaraderie in this. Uh, a pro move is go to Baja, order queso, and then order like, get like six just flour tortillas. Okay. And it's just like being at Taco Cabana. Like it's so close. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Because I would, because that's what I do at home state yeah. from time to time. I haven't been there in a couple mm-hmm. months because uh, I'm making queso at home yeah. <laughs> to save money. Yeah. I don't like pasta, but all the queso I yes, can get. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. I have like the stupidest priorities. What about the queso on the pasta with that turn you and then you're like oh that was well now we're talking my friend now you're speaking my language i can i can work that off in some way sure yeah baja fresh queso give it a try i'm gonna actually give it a try it's very because this is so shy and i've never heard this take before baja fresh is not bad though people always i I like baja fresh i I never think it's bad yeah Mm Uh, their queso solid. Yeah, their churros are also very good. I did not know they're that. freshly made. They'll fry them to order, and it's pretty good. Better than a Taco Bell cinnamon stick. Yes. Yes. Uh. uh yes. The cinnamon also, sticks are like that's a different category of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Del Taco way, has Taco Bell is in, uh, Taco Bell aficionados are like, oh, it's a different category of restaurant. For me, Taco Bell is about the lowest of the low of that. Uh, Taco Mayo, which is an Oklahoma Texas chain, I think, oh. is the lowest. And then just above that is Taco Bell, and then Del Taco is like six stories. Wait, above. did you have Taco Bueno growing up yeah. too? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, grew up with Taco, and they changed their queso. Now it's garbage. Oh. Yeah. Why? Last time I went home, it was bad. Gracious. It was oh. a real bummer. I'm sorry, Winston. I was very upset. I'm sorry too. That yeah. sounds really hard. It's okay. Yeah. Life goes on. Okay. I just I don't need to be eating Taco Bell queso, <laughs> Taco Bueno queso. I don't need that. I need to be eating yeah. Baja Fresh queso at least once yeah. though. So yeah, yeah. I think you'll mission. like it. <laughs> I'm gonna Google as soon as this is over. Yeah. Google like Baja Fresh on my route. It oh, has no. stuff in it, which is nice. Like like you'll see some peppers in it. Okay. Yeah. Which is the wow. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I say my recipe real quick yeah, for the homemade sure. queso? So it is green chilies mm-hmm. it is garlic it is jalapenos mm-hmm. three to four jalapenos three oh, spicy. If I, right. yeah if i don't want people freaking out too much and then pound of american cheese mm-hmm. cumin cilantro cayenne pepper sea salt and is that it yeah i think that's it and then like a cup of water and a cup of uh milk so using white starch. american I usually use yellow because oh, really I, I with that particular recipe i like the yellow better so than uh, the white just the, a little bit better. They're still both good. Because, like, the way we differentiated it where I was from is, like, yellow is always, like, with Rotel, yellow is tomatoes. Uh-huh. And then white is always the pepper-focused one that you're making. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the green chili. Well, I've, I've so made a queso blanco before yeah. with the white American. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Where it's, like, specifically for that. And with spinach in it. And what? The, yeah. What? A little bit of spinach. Yeah. Almost oh. like a... I have a I have a selling point on carbs for you. It just dawned on What's me. What's that? Uh, if you're ever in Phoenix, Arizona... There's a place called Bobby Q's. I got so much homework. This man. Is okay. so, this Phoenix, is so dumb. I've spoken about this. Arizona. They have what they call their artichoke dip is really queso with spinach in it. What's the what's the restaurant called? It, Bobby Q's. It's a barbecue restaurant. Bobby it's, Okay, Q's. barbecue. Okay. This the reason to go there is what I'm about to say. Their uh their queso spinach dip is white queso, spinach, and they comes with chips, but then the pro move, the crazy thing that it comes with is garlic bread. <laughs> Oh my god! So you could dip garlic bread and, and like I was like, "This is insane!" And then I ate it, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a political cartoon." It's amazing. It's truly incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really great. Wow. Uh, so besides queso, are you making any? 
after our 30 minutes on queso. Uh, we should have got the timer going on. Yeah, queso talk. yeah it was like 15. Uh, anything else that you're making at home besides queso? You know, I've been trying to cook more. I'm going through a weird thing right now, gentlemen, where I've been viewing my life from a third person perspective okay. for like the last month, month and a half. Uh-huh. And I think about the kind of, you know, as we all do, the kind of people that we actually want to be. Like mm-hmm. there's the reality of who you are and then there's, you know, maybe the idea of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I want to, and I have for years, I always wanted to be someone who is more versatile in the kitchen, that can cook, that can bake things. And I've been trying to branch out, you know, with teeny tiny baby steps, but trying to branch out into like cooking more at home, not just doing like, Sloppy little salads or sandwiches, mm. but actually like sloppy salads specifically. Yeah, yeah, which is a genre that <laughs> yeah. I love of salads. Uh, but but trying to do things where it's like, oh, if I had company over or a friend over, I would maybe want to make this for them. Yeah. I, I would be able to prepare this and a main course and a side dish and maybe a dessert. So I uh, I've been trying to make little steps towards that. I've gotten a few cookbooks. That I've you know I got them months ago, but I'm now actually starting to. Tra- and these are like not complex recipes. They're okay. like 20, 30 minute recipe That's things. Great. But one thing I am trying to do is get a little uh, a little fancier with cookie stuff and baking stuff. Okay. So I've had like little cornerstones of like, I'll make my snickerdoodles every time. Mm-hmm. Or I'll make this kind of peanut butter cookie every time. And now I'm trying to incorporate, okay, like what would a coconut macaroon, how hard would that Ooh, be to make? Yeah. Right. Or like, for example, uh, this weekend for a baby shower, I made a big batch of ginger molasses cookies which i'd never done before and again like these especially with baking it's so like mathematical just like this much of this and this much of that but i just feel the question of do you trust your oven yes yes exactly (laughs) which i think my oven's pretty good it's a gas stove so i'm I'm pretty happy with the with the appliances and a big part of this too is i've been living alone for the first time Mm -hmm. in my adult life since december so i actually have room for like (laughs) i can put my dough and i don't feel like i'm you know colonizing the kitchen from other people i want to use it uh and yeah so it's it's great and i want to be someone who's like always making cookies that's great (laughs) that's who i've realized that i I want to be this year wow and this yeah. weekend specifically, I should have brought some. I, I made I made these peanut butter cookies where I did a thing of chopping up Reese's pieces and then rolling Ooh, them in it, nice. which made for you know like the taste may or may not have been negligible, but the texture was really good and they looked great too. That's great. That's awesome. I should have brought some. I'm very sorry. Okay. It's okay, but you can imagine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm dreaming of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. I'm weird about baking. Why? Why is that? I don't. I'm uh, very much a is it intuitive cook. David, I think this is a common thing. I've heard a lot of people who love cooking and are really good at it. Like my brother-in-law is really good at cooking. Yeah. And he doesn't like baking because it is so much less like feeling and just kind of yeah. like instinct. And like, I think these things will go together for probably this much time. It takes all that out of yeah. it. It does make it more like paint by numbers stuff. Which I also, but then, but then when I do bake, I still will be like, you know what? It needs more salt. Like, like I'll measure salt with just like my hand. <laughs> be like, uh, this much, uh, this much sugar. Uh, what about this? Yeah. Until it looks right. I'm like, that looks great. And then I toss it in. Yeah. And that's where the creativity comes in and like little modifications like that. Yeah. I started, I think I, my way into cooking was through baking. Absolutely it was. And now because I'm a better cook than I was when I started nine-ish mm-hmm. years ago, <laughs> I've started to measure tablespoons by eye. And that's mm-hmm. a not a good move Whoa. for bacon <laughs> My because God. because i don't really the, the difference between a, a, a tablespoon of like baking soda versus a tablespoon of yes. salt is impossible significant uh so i've had some bad even for the show some bad blows from oh, just no. it because i want i want to just toss stuff in the pan because it is easier 
than doing the finite little measuring with the cup and tapering it off. Bill Cosby for a second. <laughs> That's what you're with thinking. the measure of the yeah. cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Camille. Oh, yeah. yep, We're all just going to do a little bit of it and then get away from it. Yes. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, just kidding. No. No. Because it's like, oh, he's do I wish death on him? Or like, do I not wish that? No. Do I wish a bad death yeah. on him? I don't know. Oh, but you know what? This is like a... I do feel almost like a weird insecurity about it of there's so much in life that you can't control. There's so many things about your circumstances around you or maybe career stuff mm-hmm. where it's like work as hard as you can and do well and keep your head down. But then there's like life skill things I think are so important to cultivate. And especially even as men to like be able to break out of like heteronormative, like, well, I don't know. I'll just like date or marry someone if you're straight date mm-hmm. or marry someone who d- can cook and then I'll help out maybe. But like to be able to cultivate that skill of your own is mm-hmm. guys, this is how we topple the patriarchy is like, we become the people who are good at oh, this. Wait, as well. wait, Ke- wait, hold on. Winston, hold on one second. <laughs> because so Kevin, you're saying that Winston and I are hetero heroes. H H is double H. I mean, I'm not going to not say that. <laughs> this is a weird thing. <laughs> a bad subgenre no, of podcasting no, no, yeah, where yeah, yeah. we're straight men congratulate yeah, each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Way to be a good guy today. <laughs> um, Again, this is not who I am. This is who I want to no, be. No, I can right. understand where you're coming so, from. So, what was your I issue? was just going to say because like, it's a weird thing in cooking that I'm always kind of – is in because I have cooked professionally – and there's this weird thing where, like, yeah, within domestically, women are seen as the main cook, but actually professionally, it's like it's harder for women to become actual professional. Oh, cook. I see. Oh, so yeah. So it's this yeah, weird, yeah. like, like damned if you do, damned if you don't thing, or like really like patriarchal thing on both ends of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think it's good to know how to cook and be able to take care of yourself. And like, like everyone I lived with until I moved to California had really known how to cook pretty well. Like we had all worked in restaurants and stuff like that. And then I moved out here, and my two roommates, who I love both of them dearly did not know how to are like microwave trader joe's guys yeah Yeah. and they both changed like uh my my roommate evan who's a former guest of the show has the grapefruit yeah yeah has definitely like really like night and day the way he was when i met him when we moved out here versus now um but yeah i've always been like how do you not know how to like food you have to eat food yeah (laughs) it seems so basic to you Yeah. yeah uh but yeah, I think that's a good, responsible way to be and a thing to try to achieve. I think it's like a very good thing to be like, hey, I can grow and change. That's great. Yeah, there is still hope. No matter yeah. who. I mean, I just turned 30. I'm like, well, I made a ravioli. That's you know, great. like, but still, it's like the baby yeah. stuff. I, I, I'd still want to. I just imagine like, like a big part of my uh, heart and how I try to like invite people into mm-hmm. my life is actually hosting stuff yeah. at my place. So then, and that's usually for like big parties where you put out chips and make some like dips you mm-hmm. made or salsas. Yeah. But like the idea of like having two or three, having a couple over, having one person over or one friend over yeah. and being able to cook to them is like such a, a nice yeah. vision for what an adult life can be where it's like, well, we don't need to go out and do the union thing. We can just, <laughs> I'll make stuff at home. Shouts out to Union, an unofficial sponsor. <laughs> I mean, of the for, podcast. for me, that is exactly how I got my girlfriend. So really, is cooking that's an essential? Stuff. You cooked your way to her heart. Oh yeah. Oh really? yeah. How did you met? I where just, we met? We knew each other for years. Uh, we knew each other in Oklahoma. Then we both ended up moving out here at the same time. Oh. We were, we're friends finally for a getting year. the story on the yeah, show. You've had the story on the show, uh, <laughs> and then we've been dating for a long time. But very early on, I was like, I was like, oh, what's my move? Oh, I can cook for people. Like I, I know I can cook well. And I mean, we got together, but then like, I think like, 
I locked her in. <laughs> when uh, when like I would just like I made shrimp or grits once, which is her favorite thing, and she couldn't. It was before we lived together. She couldn't like uh, come you could... to get it. Okay. She like couldn't like I was like I'm making this and I'm making you a to go container just to come pick up, and she was like sold. Whoa. Yeah. So she that came is... and picked up, and I was like, here you go. I know you're busy. I'll see you later. That's incredible, too, because yeah. that's no ask of her. It's pure yeah. gift. Yeah. And that's actually a nice microcosm. But she had like, to go pick it up. Well, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not Gandhi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she but she didn't, like, there was no expectation of, you must spend this much time yeah, with yeah, me yeah, to right. get it to was, the food. Yeah. It was yeah. like a gift freely given, which is very sweet. Yeah. That's great. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. I know. I try to be like that with cookie stuff with friends where it's like, I just want to, I don't know. I mean, gosh, I've been having this conversation. Are you a single person? Yeah. Okay. I've been having this conversation recently about like what makes someone worthy of love. And when you're in a committed relationship or something, it's not something you think about a lot. Yeah, I, I just know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's like a certain amount of like comfort and, yeah. and, and you can go on autopilot with that sort of thing. And I think for people who aren't in relationships, you do have to kind of like find and create meaning on a pretty consistent, regular yeah. basis. And, and you find that in friendships, but oftentimes you find that by almost like works-based stuff where it's like I can be someone who, who can be a vital part of your life look at this thing I'm providing and sometimes it's like emotional support and checking in and being whatever supportive and, and just like a kind good person to people and then sometimes it's literally like I baked you something or like yeah. I, I gave you a thing yeah. and like uh, am, am I worthy now I treat it much like the way my cats treat me is I will just bring one dead bird <laughs> and just lay it and be like look see, see what I got <laughs> this uh, wasn't here and now it's here because of me. Yeah. What? So <laughs> yeah. So I just bring frozen turkeys to all the go. all the women I courted before my girlfriend. Um, I love uh, courted as yeah. a verb. I think uh, that's terrific. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's important to be able to be like. Also, I just think of it as like, it's like one of the ways I'm like a like a function. Like I always, I think there's like I got in the cycle at one point out here where when you're eating out a lot and then you're not going to the grocery store and then when you come home and there's nothing in your thing so you order out. And in a city where it's so easy to do that. So easy. Versus if you just like, yeah, it's a money. But if you go load your fridge with stuff and you come in and you're like, what do I want to eat? Oh, there's a bunch of food here. Yeah. And when you start really cooking, then it becomes food that's almost non-perishable. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I really want pasta. Well, I have flour and eggs and I have some Parmesan cheese. Oh, and there's some bacon in there. Cool. I have carbonara. Like I can literally make all of those parts if I want to. And it doesn't take it's an hour of your time, but it's an hour spent, I think, of it create like it's like creativity so it's for me like if i'm trying to like write something it's good to like cook as well i mean i got good yeah. at cooking because i was distracting myself from writing yeah <laughs> but you know what like it is such a nice whether it is cooking or even just like whatever like playing your guitar writing mm -hmm. some song that maybe no one ever hears but it, it's nice to do things that are like small acts of creativity to just remind yourself of like oh i'm worthy of like yeah. making yeah. it's something of value and maybe it's not you know a widespread wide turning something thing. into um, something else is yeah really i nice. think that's really nice we've talked about the robert rodriguez thing right yes uh yeah he's uh you know the director robert rodriguez. of course rodriguez. austin he's, legend his big thing is uh he has all his actors paint when they're not acting and then he makes his own meals when he's editing at home because he's like, if I leave my creative space and go and just order food, I'm all of a sudden stopping my creativity. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I go cook something, he's in the I'm flow, keeping yeah. that flow going and then going right back into it. Yeah. 
and I think of it very much the same way. Yeah, you know, and you could feel that watching Planet Terror. Like oh, it was just yeah. absolutely all yeah. those meals. He was so eating in the bay. Many tacos, machete. <laughs> yeah. You could yeah. see. Oh man, he really cooked him. And, and man, he was you. ordering in during Shark Boy, Boy Lava, Lava Girl. Girl. That's unfortunate. <laughs> you can that tell. So bad, oh, man. <laughs> the t- you could see the catering budget. The credits. Yeah. You're like, well, that explains it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. we gotta get into we gotta radishes. Get into it. Yes. Uh, so, Kevin, what's your deal with radishes? I mean, I, I, j- it's one of those things where, like, if I've had it, it was an accident. Mm. I don't even have like. Uh, a, there's no horror story. There's no horror story. There's no beef with radishes. Well, unless you make it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but there's no. But it's just. Uh, it's almost like the difference between blocking someone and muting someone on Twitter. They just mean nothing to me. It's not even like I need to actively block radishes. They just are insignificant. Not following them. We're dealing with another brassica today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the root vegetable. Brassica bash. Yeah. <laughs> brassica bash bash. <laughs> uh, like same family as like kale and a lot of the uh-huh. leafy greens, but also like similarly, like it's not far away. It's at the grocery store. It's right next to your turnips, your mm-hmm. rutabagas. Uh, and your rutabagas. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Yeah. I... <laughs> Do I have to Kevin, leave? Well, no, you don't have to leave. Mm. Yeah. We brought you to our table. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Radishes. You, wait, you think radishes are great ones? Not really. Yeah. Not a huge oh, fan. Oh, no. Not yeah. a huge fan. No, in like slicing them up and having like little bits around to like have a bit of a snack as I'm slicing today. What's the percentage of like the, the, the food that your guest kind of picks on some level that you actually like versus don't like? Uh, I would say percentage-wise, I tend to, there, there's rarely a food we do that I like actively don't like, uh-huh. and today is one of the rare like, yeah, I don't care about radishes. I never buy them when they've been in my fridge before they've gone bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Winston, yeah. I would me, say it's a little 50, bit fifty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I dislike more foods than David by a long shot. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to be yeah. a discriminating cook. Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense also, that you. I'm just picky, and some things are gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some things are stinking nasty. You get yeah. it out Ugh. of my face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, radishes I'm not huge on. Uh, it's not surprising. Like, when you're like, oh, I don't like radishes. Radishes don't appear. Like, here they're a staple of Mexican cuisine. Yeah. Uh, Tex-Mex, they don't exist. No, really? Um, no. Yeah, I didn't not know at that. All. They're not at, like, because taquerias, Tex-Mex taquerias are completely different. Yeah. Um, It's not even, it's a restaurant you sit down and it's everything's brought to you. But they're mm-hmm. not, they might be maybe on the plate, but usually it's olives. But, like, here yeah. I had, like, a, at a Register L.A. Yeah. uh taco truck you as like one of the potential sides yeah, tons of sliced radishes yeah. and I've, I've and it's it's there to like cut through the fat it's just like a bit I've of brightness cooling i've yeah. cooling yeah cool. and i, I don't yeah i've always seen them and i've never yeah. <laughs> understood their they're, purpose they're also zippy though so it's like a uh-huh. bit of both yeah uh-huh. the skins have the zip more than the insides really yes science says daikon uh, that's what I read when I was preparing my dish. Okay. I said, if you want to lose some of the zip, get rid of the outside. So that's, uh, to tease the tasting, that's one mm-hmm. of the strategies that we employed. Yep. Uh, like doing, we brought some daikon to the table as like a, a Asian radish, mm-hmm. but as like a kind of radish that is potentially doable. We are not doing horseradish, though that is closely related. Okay. Uh, it's just a more intense. It doesn't count. You don't think it counts? No. Okay. As a radish? No. Yeah. It's intense. It's horseradish. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Uh, and then one thing we didn't find that I wanted to serve up, uh, it's because they're not in season, uh, watermelon radishes. Oh. Uh, which is like, to me, same flavor, just like much prettier. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Obviously, this is not something I'm familiar with at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's at least two things on our that we're serving that I know are good. No, one. One that I know is really good. Yeah. Okay. What and else? Some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I'm feeling I'm a little nervous and I'm a little hungry. And Perfect. I don't know how that's going to skew things. <laughs> but okay. we'll see. Uh, well, I think we're going to have to find out. Yeah. So when we come back from the break, we've got five or six radish things. Okay. <laughs> We're back. So in front of us, we got seven radish things. Mm-hmm. We realized they look good. Do they? <laughs> I mean, to me. Uh, so let's walk through what's on the table, Winston. So we got raw radish slices, like you get at the taco truck. Mm-hmm. Probably our first bite. Yep. Then we got roasted radishes. This is just salt, pepper, olive oil, mm-hmm. radishes in the oven. Yeah. Completely timeless. different texture. Uh, timeless. Yeah. Uh, we Tale got tailors all this time. We got two pickled radishes. These are pickled oh. radishes from Jesse Boy. Yep. Pod favorite. Yeah, I wish I could be Jesse's boy. Yeah. Uh, what's the soup in front of so us? This is in? a Chinese radish soup. Okay. It is oh. uh, made with, oh, what is the name? It's like dobujan. Is that what it's called? It's made with a fermented bean and chili paste. Okay. Uh, which is also used in like Mapo tofu. That's like the place most people have tasted this in. Fantastic. And then it's got some pork in there. And the uh, big chunks onions, are what? Radish or daikon radish. Nice. It smells yeah. damn good. Uh, yeah. And then we were going to do a watermelon relish soup. Instead, mm-hmm. this is some, it, we can do it two different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is some quinoa mixed with uh, a radish green pesto okay. so i took oh, the greens of radishes a, pesto streak lately. a little bit yeah. and this is because like i didn't have a soup and i wanted to like to make something else yeah. so this is radish greens and it's a radish green almond pesto oh. so it's radish greens almond uh parmesan and pesto uh, excuse me and olive oil olive oil not pesto. I would have loved if you just used like oh, I just I just put normal pesto over radish greens. Yeah, and a little bit of garlic. So that's uh, two options there for uh, doing the pesto, and then that's a sweet treat. Yeah. So those are uh, cinnamon sugar radish chips. Wow. Dessert. Yeah. All that right. sounds good as hell. Yeah. So let's, get so into let's where jump do we into start? I think we have raw. to start with raw. So this is the first bite. Yeah, here we go. Cheers. Hey, cheers to you. Hey, hey. <laughs> Content is good, but radishes may not be. <laughs> I don't like this. It doesn't taste like anything. It no, like it does. The, it tastes like it's the like ground. earthy and sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's so like I love a mushroom. That's all earthiness. This don't need the sweet in there. This mm. is like almost potatoy. Yeah, I'm fine with this. It tastes like the ground, like a raw potato, like dirt. Oh. Huh. Okay. Very watery. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Well, you can have the rest. No, I'm good. There's a little bit of kick. Is there kick? To me, I'm not is. getting kicked. I'm getting a, a slight zip, but I didn't look for skins. Like the tangy zip of radishes. <laughs> uh, so I'm just, I'm doling out a roasted radish now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I do not like that texture. This is zippier too. Ooh, this I like way more than the really? first one. Yeah. This makes it less chew. It's like a tender, crisp chew. Ugh. It's like. This feels like home, baby. Fork tender. Home. Uh-huh. All right. Well, not not literally geographically. Yeah. I'm just saying like a metaphorical. Yeah. Uh, I want a different flavor in my mouth. Okay. Let's do So you don't like this. Why don't you like that, Winston? What? Uh, the that roasted? Is, I did not like the texture. Okay. So this Let's is the, the soup. soup. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And that, is that pork, Winston? Yeah. Ground pork. Yeah. The ground pork is great. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is good. It's pretty good. I'm happy with this. All right. 
Nice. I like the radish. Nice. I like the daikon in this. Yeah, it's a little spicy. Yeah. So here's my question with this specific dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there radish flavor in the radishes anymore, or do we... Replace it with pork and delicious And chili, stuff? yeah. How long did this take to make? Uh, like 30 minutes, maybe. Oh, man. This is a super fast, very simple dish. See, this is Never the mind. kind of I stuff I want to do. Yeah, you could make this, like, easy. I'm, yeah. And you believing in me makes me believe this in is, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I 100% believe you could make this. Oh, wow. Yeah, this it doesn't look like it would be that complicated. Chop up a daikon. Yeah, chop up a daikon. You brown off some pork, and then you uh, add this red, like the red bean chili paste, mm-hmm. soy sauce, chicken stock, a little bit of Chinese five spice if you have it. That's it. It's great. I'm finishing it. Oh wow! Whoa. It's a little spicy. You yeah, okay? No, I uh, swallowed a chili. Happy yeah. with it. It though. landed right in the back of the throat. Listen, this fantastic. Were your residual Rileys the rest? Yeah, were the, the uh, yeah with uh, my residual. Uh, right. oh, oh. You, you hit me. Oh, uh, sorry. But let's do from a yeah. Here you go. So these are these will be great. A this pickled rat. We're huge fans of these guys. Where are they from? Boy. Jesse Boy, which is a restaurant on Santa Monica. Okay. Oh yeah. And Vine, and I'm a huge fan of it. We love this place. These come on top of their uh, most of their dishes. Hey. This is so good. Something wonderful. Yeah. Super sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here it's not like the, They're it's so overpowered, like they, they lean into the sweetness here. They're really good. Man, food is so cool. Have yeah. you ever, has, has a guest ever chosen a food where no matter how many variations you did on it, it was all bad? Yeah. Yeah. Tripe. Which, which Natto. one? I like the tripe. That's not fair. Natto not, was all bad. Natto is pretty like bad. A fermented soybean from Japan. It's oh, not tasty. Yeah. Uh, we made Peshat work. Peshat was okay. We've had ones that, yeah. But uh, and then we've certainly had ones where the guest didn't like anything, even though we made a lot of good stuff. That happens. Yeah. Well, so far I like. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the majority of the yeah. things we've tasted thus far. Yeah. So you're finding out you don't hate radishes so much, and you're crushing these pickled ones. They're I good, am. I, really I feel good. like a monster. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna Slam pass them. out the quinoa unless you want to oh, try just the pesto straight, oh, or with like a raw radish. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I like that you're. Well, how do I get a pair of this pesto? Quinoa. Quinoa. Classic. Maybe someone. <laughs> Made this last minute and yeah. didn't think about what would be the best way to serve this and used what was around. Hey, it looks wonderful to me. That's good. Quinoa is probably slightly underdone. I think this is great. Yeah, I think it's tasty. I think it it'd would be go, good cold. It would go well with the soup. Yeah, it would be good cold. Yeah, yeah, that's not true of every food. I'm just trying the pesto just the straight. straight. And this is what you made, David. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well done. You still get radish yeah. in radish greens. Yeah. This is a great. Second segment to do because it does feel like a reward for Good. making it through hot taste. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, if you survived, and that hot taste is not our most it's annoying like, segment. Hey, hey, you know what? We've been here. Let's have some food now. <laughs> um, no hot taste is great. People like number hot one taste. segment. Number one segment of the. There's podcast. a reason it leads the legion. That's right. <laughs> yes, we are many. So should we eat the? Uh... Let's have some chips. Wonderful. <laughs> Do we just? Listen, there is. <coughs> that chili right. keeps getting to me. Oh yeah. boy! It's my first time making chips in an oven. Where'd you get this recipe? The internet. Okay, and what's in it? It's it's it's. So a, this is so simple. You like done. slice these a quarter inch thick. I would go even thinner. The recipe said quarter inch. I'd go thinner. Uh, mixture of olive oil, honey, and cinnamon sugar. So half half. 
sugar and cinnamon. And do you fully dunk the slices in, or do you just uh, so stir salt? you microwave the radish slices for like half a minute in the microwave. Okay. Uh, reason being, you want to take as much moisture out of it as you can, and that helps that process. Get these dry, and then mix them in the olive oil, honey, cinnamon, sugar mixture. Oven for 350 for 15 minutes, and then... The recipe said do it for 225 for 20 and I say do it for 225 for 40 45. Okay. Like just to like make sure there's no That's a nice crispy bite. chip. Yeah. It's just to get it crispy for sure. I'm going back for and another since one. I I don't trust my oven, I go longer. How do you, how do you know if you have a bad oven or not? Oh, it gets mixed up in some stuff. It yeah, it falls in with the yeah, wrong yeah. crowd. The other appliances are like, come on, man. Um, we're going to vandalize the bed, bath, and beyond. If it thinks people it's a toaster. A, yeah. <laughs> people do have, like, that's why you have those little thermometers in it. And you can move that around. In general, electric are the best. Only because gas ovens can give off steam. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, burning yeah. of the natural gas can become steam. And then that can actually affect, like, baking breads and stuff. Okay. But all ovens are fine. I'm very oven positive. Um, Gentlemen, I feel like the majority of these dishes were to my liking. We cruised right through this. Yeah. This is pretty easy. Yeah. 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 Did you think it'd be more laborious? Usually there's a little more of like a, ugh, okay, we'll get into this one now. No, I would go back for a second. I mean, I did with the chips. The the worst things on the table for me is raw radish. Yeah. I think raw is the worst way to have a radish. I think it's roasted. Oh, and for you, it's the roasted? Oh, see, I like the roasted. I I agree that it is the raw radish for me, and maybe that's what has put me off yeah. from enjoying radishes in in other forms and contexts. Yeah. Or made me radish agnostic. Yeah, you're at Union, and you're like, I'm not getting the pasta. <laughs> oh, but there's a roasted radish dish. I'll have five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pronto, and then two to go. Maybe that's yeah. the problem. Is you keep ordering five pastas. No, yeah. no, that's just my style. I know what I need. I'm in touch with my body, and I can have five dishes if I want. Well, here's the thing: like of what's here, this daikon soup is particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love daikon at like a Korean restaurant as well. Um, I'm just trying to think like. Why is radishes not? Why aren't radishes being used? Are they still in like the garnish category in the way that like kale was in the nineties, where uh, kale was always on the plate and we didn't eat it? It was just there to like make it look full. Mm-hmm. And now, like, do you think if we see a future where people well, it is on the menu, just a- not in America, gentlemen? It sounds like kale. You know, to to further that kale analogy, maybe radishes are kind of, let's say, like John Travolta in nineteen ninety three. Just kind of had had their day, but now are kind of irrelevant, yeah. tossed off to the yeah. side. And then, oh, look who's who's walking along here. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Uh, hey, it's me, Quentin Tarantino, all right? Uh, Travolta, I want you in my movie. Pulp Fiction, all right? That's him sucking on toast. Uh, <laughs> so we need like a big-time chef to revitalize radishes the way that Tarantino revitalized Robert Forster's career and Jackie Brown R.I.P. or Travolta's career. What does Quinter do say all the time? All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Are you doing all right? Uh, <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I think, yeah, I think you're right. So we need David Chang to, br- to bring you back radishes. Yes. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Get that hashtag going. Do something, man. Hashtag bring, bra- back, bring back radishes. radishes. Chang bring back radishes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm uh, pro radish. Yeah. yeah what a good. surprise. Yeah. 
Uh, so, Kevin, if people want to find you online, where should they go? At Kevin T. Porter. You can listen to Good Christian Fun everywhere where you get a podcast. You know how to get them. You're listening to this. And what day of the week is Good Christian Fun out? Comes out Wednesdays. Nice. The nice. Lord's Day in yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. on Try to Like It Eve, you can listen to <laughs> Good Christian That's Fun. That's right. Yeah, it's a classic one-two punch. <laughs> yes. Uh, as always, you can find us at Try It Like It Pod all over the internet. That's mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. That's a place. Uh, please. I'm having more pesto stuff. Do While it. Kevin has more pesto, yeah. I have one more plea. Ooh. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You got to do it. It Please. only costs your time. Yeah, and it's not even that much time. And you know what? We'd even pay you. <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is ethical. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> we can't. Uh, but uh, it's that desperate. Why does it say it's not ethical? Do you have pr- a perfect five-star average of yeah. reviews right now? Right, yeah. That's we good. One. We've had a three, but it's we have one the th- average is five. The average is five. We've had... No. Listen, we've had one three out of yeah, like I'm never gonna forget it. sixty or so. Yeah. Well, the note was confusing. I, I strive every day to make to turn that three. What was five. the note? The note was uh, David's got a dumb face, That's which you not can't even see note. on the podcast. Yes. I know that's that me. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, putting these away. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, go for it. You've hopped around from quinoa to the yep. chips. Yeah. Uh, Winston, do you have a superstar shout out? I do. Mine's dumb today, but I'll do it. Do it. Uh, this is real dumb. Panda Express has sesame chicken back. It's delish. Oh, no, I do have one. I have a better one. I have a better one. Okay. The pairing of Andy Bargani and uh, who's the guy who does uh, It's Alive? Brad Leone. Yeah. Me, on Bon Appetit's YouTube. They have done, they're doing their perfect, uh, they don't need this hype. Yeah. They're doing Make a Perfect Thanksgiving Meal and they did the Cranberry and Turkey episode. Those two people together should have a show alone because it's the best. They Andy's made an the hour- little guy. Yeah. 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 The little guy. He's like a little reductive. He's smaller than Brad Leone, who's huge. Brad Leone is uh, a big guy. So, but they did. It's an hour long YouTube video. I've watched it twice. Oh, my wow. God. It is so, it's so engaging. Their vibe is amazing together because yeah. they're both very sweet and nice to each other, but they definitely clash. Yeah. And it's like you two. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, I'm literally like... Does that make me the Andy Biragani of our I show? So. I think so. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> uh, that's Bradley Oney. That's the only impression I do is of a somewhat obscure YouTube food star. Um, yeah, it's bon great. Bon Appetit keeps that's stretching out their content, but it works. Yeah, it's good. They, yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, oh, this is now New Food Network. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, They're, well, it's run by the former president yeah. of Food Network. But watch, uh, watch that. Their Thanksgiving turkey episode is very good. It's really entertaining. I love it. It also has directly affected how I'm going to make my Thanksgiving. Whoa, really? that's a big deal. I'm changing it up. I'm literally going to do what very close to what they're doing. Oh, that's amazing. That's, it looks great. That's pretty Shout crazy. Out. Nice. Mine Shout is a flavor out. combination. Okay. Bananas and scotch work. Bananas and scotch? And that's your shout out to yeah. banana to you. The food combination. Banana. Oh, that's valid. Yeah. We, Is it? Yeah, uh, you don't have to. Well, yeah. we're at the end. You could rip it. We're supposed to oh, yeah. shout out a F business. Uh, so <laughs> I also could shout out Homestate. I recently uh, was uh, the most Kicked hung- out. <laughs> the most hungover I've been in a while. And oh, was everything okay? Was it a good hungover? Bad it was, hungover? Uh, Winston saw me that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was pretty great. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a good hungover. Yeah. Okay, uh, David offered to buy a very expensive bill at a bar. Uh, he was like, he was it? like, I've got money, I'll pay. And did everyone, I say I've got money, I'll yeah, pay? And everyone there was like, he has money, but we're not going to let him pay for all of this. 
because uh, I did wake up to a bunch of Venmo payments, yeah, it was which was very nice. It was very funny. Because uh, I was... Tr- I guess like that's not the worst thing. Drunk and I'm trying to be generous. That was great. I wasn't flaunting. I'm not saying it was, was bad. Was I flaunting? No. That's okay. ideal. Is is if you're intoxicated, that it brings out a positive quality. Yeah. And you yeah. wake up and it's like, oh, I texted a lot of friends how much they meant to me. Yeah. Yeah. I always think you're either Santa Claus or Tim Curry when you're drunk. Yeah, I'll take Those it. The two Ooh. options. The two genders, yeah. Santa and Curry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Homestead. Shout out Homestead. Hell yeah, they, they did me right. Uh, so, and the challenge for the episode, we already discussed it. It is go to the haunted cheesecake factory. Yeah, that's it. In Pasadena. Uh, in Pasadena. Uh, as always, thank you all so much for listening and have a good one. Hi folks, Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right, it's a podcast and a record, all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with a conversation with a guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of Liner Notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.